Welcome back to another episode of Cape Chronicles. This is episode number 14 on November 11, 2018, and we're going to be going over one of my favorite superhero, that's right, you heard me, superhero movies of all time, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers from 1995. Go, go, Power Rangers. Da, 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 da. Go. Uh, Hi, Carrie. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Mike. <laughs> oh, that to? trusty... Yes, that trusty person you heard next to me was Carrie. Me and Carrie are recording uh, Cape Chronicles tonight. Carrie, how are you? Um, I'm good. Uh, I, Would you like me to sing you that no, serenade one more time? No, no, please don't. Don't. Carrie has been looking forward to this no, movie I, I really all have, week I really, long. I really haven't. Uh, I should make you guys all watch <laughs> Condor Man or something after making oh. you, after making me watch this. All right. Well, that person you heard was Carrie, and of course, I am Mike on Cape Chronicles, and we have some exciting news for you. We this this news just just gives us joygasms as oh. as we <laughs> as we go to to read it and let you know about it because we have officially adopted two new permanent hosts with Cape Chronicles. One of them is here tonight. The other one is off getting another time, another day older. But tonight, we have with us our, one of our new hosts, Andrea. How are you? I am super excited that today is the introduc- introduction to the new host because this is also a fantastic movie, and I'm really excited to talk about it. Yes. <laughs> oh, All boy, three of us I'm... are on par with this one. Uh-uh. And, uh, oh, boy. But that is Andrea. Andrea's going to be joining us. She comes also with us from Fangirl Confessionals as well as Outer Rim. And, uh, tight Beam? Tight Beam as well, yes. I don't... <laughs> now listen, I must confess, I don't listen to Tight Beam because I've never seen The Expanse. Okay, I quit. <laughs> okay, well, you know. Uh, no, well, no, Andrea, on... Andrea you, have to, you have to help me out here because you've probably seen a lot more, a lot of the movies that Mike hasn't seen. So you oh. and you and Fred, are, you and Fred are bal- are helping me balance out the show now. Well, I, uh, I'm only I here for Carrie. See, <laughs> I, want, I want to see the Expanse, but it's not available yet. Where I can watch all the seasons, I can only see like the last seven so far in sci-fi. So I'm working on. It. I, I want to. Are, but our other host Amazon is Fred. Prime. But Fred, how are you? Oh, that's right. Fred's not here right now. Fred is getting older. And uh, no, he is not here with us. But Fred, I think wait, us. I think Mike should sing him "Happy Birthday." Oh, here it comes. Ready? <laughs> oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear Freddie Wan Kenobi. Happy birthday to you. All right, there you go, Fred. Happy birthday. But Fred is also one of our new hosts, but he is not here with us tonight, but he will be joining us yeah, so, next time. So per per random chatter network policy, uh, anything that goes wrong tonight is, is Fred's fault. Fred's fault. So welcome to the show, Fred. <laughs> Happy birthday. It's Everything is your fault tonight. That's right. A <laughs> uh, couple of network announcements before we go on. Obviously, this is a... Um, this is a blurred zone for DC movies and, and Marvel movies, so make sure, and all the other kind of movies that we have. That like are superhero movies. That are superhero movies, all right? Not fantasy movies, superhero movies, all right? So uh, check out DC Talk, Guardians of the MCU. We already mentioned uh, Outer Rim as well and Fangirl Professionals, and if you like The Expanse, check out Tight Beam. There's plenty of stuff out there for all your pleasurable entertainment. All right. Before we get, so with all that being said, and that wonderful introduction out of the way, and my wonderful singing voice displayed on Cape Chronicles, Carrie, let's dive into this film, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Okay. Well, let's see. And a giant egg is unearthed at a construction site, and soon opened, releasing the terrible Ivan Ooze, who break who wreaks vengeance on Zordon for imprisoning him a millennium millennia ago. Uh, with Zordon dying and their powers lost, the Rangers head to a distant planet to find the mystic warrior Dulcea. All right. 
a little bit about our casting crew. We'll talk a little bit about about Dulcea um, in a little bit. But a little <laughs> bit about our casting crew. The director was Brian Spicer. Um, in case you don't know who he is, he is the current producer and director as well on the new Hawaii Five-0 series, which I thoroughly enjoy. So um, he does a great job on that. So obviously, I mean, greatness continues from this movie to the series. So we're good. Um, some of the, So the actors in this movie, we had Karen Ashley pay, played Aisha Campbell or the Yellow Ranger. Um, the only thing she's really known for is the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers as well as various other Power Ranger TV series. Most of the time when you see these Power Rangers... Um, these people played them. They really don't stray far from Power Rangers, which is what you're going to see. Um, Johnny Young Bosch played Adam Park or the Black Ranger. He was also on the original Mighty Morphin. He he voiced Artemis on Sailor Moon. Did any you have you have you ever seen yes. that? Oh yeah. Yes. Yep. And we're talking the, we're talking I, the '90s Sailor Moon, right? Not the yes. uh, not Sailor Moon Crystal. No. Yeah, okay. we're talking '90s Sailor Moon. I actually, I actually watched two episodes of Sailor Moon every morning before I went to school growing up in the 90s. Get some. Yes. Excellent, Mike. I'm a guy. Fair and girl professional. I'm not scared. <laughs> All right? So he also uh, voiced Bleach um, in, the, in, the, in the anime Bleach. He voiced uh, Ichigo Kurosaki. Um, he also had some voiceovers in Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh, he also did a lot of, I'm not, I couldn't list it here, but he did a ton of other anime and video game voices as well. Um, then we have Steven Car- Cardenas. He played Rocky de Santos or the Red Ranger. He took over after, um, I can't remember what his name is now. Oh, I'm so upset. The original Red Ranger left. They were having to just, he has, he was having a dispute. He was having a dispute with Jason David Frank, um, backstage. Uh, anyway, so he played in original and other various Power Ranger TV series. Um, Jason David Frank played Tommy Oliver, the White Ranger. He was in the originals, as well as other various series. And he also made a cameo in the Power Rangers movie 2017. So that was pretty cool. Which we're going to cover that one when we get to it as well, Carrie. Um, Amy Jo Johnson played Kimberly Hart, Pink Ranger, every guy's crush you know in the 90s oh, i wanted to be her so badly oh <laughs> <laughs> i loved and her guy, too <laughs> and every guy wanted to go on a date with her <laughs> okay uh she played kimberly hart the pink ranger um she was in original as well as various other power ranger tv shows she played um she was in felicity i knew what Susie q was i remember that movie I it was on Disney. Don't. It was a Disney Channel original movie. How sad. Um, <laughs> she was also a a main on Flashpoint, which I've never seen. Um, I've I'm seen, like, pretty first sure that's episodes. Canadian. It could Canadian be probably why I haven't seen it. it oh my! Oh my! It t- takes like three years to translate. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then she also made a cameo with um, Jason uh, David Frank in the new Power Rangers 2017 movie. David Yost played Billy Cranston or the Blue Ranger. Same thing. Originals as well as other ones. Paul Freeman voiced or was Ivan Ooze. He also played Balak on Raiders of the Lost Ark and was Reverend Philip Shooter in the movie Hot Fuzz. Um, and Nicholas Bell voiced and played Zordon. Um, he he's been yeah, Dark so, City, uh, Mission Impossible yep. Two, and Ned Kelly, none of which Mike has seen. Uh, Mission Impossible? Are you kidding me? Oh, Mission Impossible Two. Yes, I'm Mission Impossible Phenom. Oh right, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm so used to Mike saying that he's never seen these movies that I just assume that he hasn't seen anything that I I add to the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so those are the main actors. We had various other actors, but those are the main ones. Um, the composer of the music was Graham Revel. Uh, Laura Croft, he also did Laura Croft, Walking Tall, Aeon Flux, Daredevil 2004, did The Crow, we've already seen uh, when we when we watched it then, and also The Craft, which I've never seen The Craft. I'm shocked. But I've seen all the other ones, so uh-huh. get some. Mm-hmm. But right. anyway, so those are just some actors and uh, the director and composer. Some box office stuff. All right. So runtime is an hour and 35 minutes. Um, not long enough, in my opinion. That's right. <laughs> no, it was too long. Too long. Way Rated too long. PG. Released uh, June 30th, 1995. The budget was $15 million. Opening weekend, $13 million. 
around 13 million. Um, lifetime domestic gross was 38 million. Worldwide gross was 66, um, so. close to 66.5 million. Uh, and then Rotten Tomatoes score critics 40%, which I really think it's too low. Um, audience 56%. I agree with you. Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes is, is a bunch of garbage, only when it's a good movie. Exactly. This <sighs> but, this deserved a little bit more. But it made enough. They, they should have gone on and made a second one. Oh, wait. They did make another Power Rangers movie. <laughs> We're not covering that one, though, because that one's not as well known as this one. You're welcome, Carrie. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. It came out as a dual pack with the, uh, with the uh, Power Rangers Turbo movie. Nice. Okay. Oh sure. Yeah. So so Thank go you. ahead, Carrie. What's some, uh, some let's notes see. about this movie? So this came this came out the same weekend as Judge Dredd and Apollo thirteen. Both um, good movies. Four video games were released based on the film for Super NES, Sega Genesis, Game Boy, and Game Gear. Uh, I played the Super NES version of this game. And kids, if you don't remember what if you don't know what a, a Sega Genesis or a Game Gear is, ask your parents. That's I played right. it in the Game Boy. See, I played it in the, su- su- in, in, the, in, the, in the Super Nintendo. It was amazing. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so uh, Marvel Comics released a comic book, that book adapta- adaptation and a photo comic book, book adaptation of the film in September of 1995. It re- was released on VHS and Laserdisc. Again, uh, kids, ask your parents what those are. Uh, in late 1995 and on DVD in 2003. I legitimately have to ask this question. What's a laser disc? A laser disc is like a <laughs> ginormous DVD. Oh. It, it's about the size of a record player of a record. That's amazing. Uh, but like the but usually like like the movie doesn't fit all on one side, so it's like usually like on it's usually double sided sometimes. Well, okay. <laughs> there, there was a time so, when we thought Laserdisc was going to be an awesome thing, and then, and then DVDs came out, and they were so much smaller. So everybody's like, "Oh, let's jump on G- let's jump jump on the DVD bandwagon." Yeah. All right. Well, that's just a little bit of background about the film. Now we're going to move into our discussion time about the film. Um, <laughs> I, I absolutely loved this movie. Um. I watched the show pretty much religiously as a kid. I I I actually went back a while back and tried to watch the original a little while back because it was on Netflix. And although it was extremely corny and extremely predictable, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed this movie. I, I don't know why. It brought back so many memories. Uh, I mean, I'm the fighting and wanted to be, you know, everybody wanted to be the Green Ranger when he came out. Then everybody wanted to be the White Ranger. Then nobody wanted to be the Red Ranger anymore because the White Ranger had taken over. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, I just, I just remembered. I, I loved this movie. It was, I just, oh, I love the show. Carrie, what about you? Oh well, I hate to be a bit of, <laughs> I hate to be a downer, but I have never been a Power Rangers fan. Um, ever uh this movie Sad. has not helped uh me and uh <laughs> helped me change my mind um i think i liked this movie better when it was the lego ninjago movie um not from, the same thing from from like two years ago and i wasn't a fan of that either um i will say that some of the fight choreography was pretty good uh but otherwise um i think you guys have found a movie that i would rather um that i would watch Flash Gordon again ahead of <laughs> Don't don't give Erasure any any, I, any we ideas. We are not okay, for the record, we are not doing Flash Gordon on this podcast. Or He Man. Or He Man. Uh but I would rather watch Flash Gordon again than rewatch this movie. And I didn't like uh. Flash Gordon. <laughs> Well, Andrea, Andrea, how did you feel about this movie? I'm kind of <laughs> glad that Carrie was like sandwiched between us. Cause... That's why I did that on purpose. <laughs> I feel you. That's why you were doing this. Oh. I, as soon as I realized that this was going to be the next movie, I was so excited. I was so happy. Um, I smiled the whole entire time I was watching this movie. So a little bit of background for today. I was going to watch Power Rangers and then I was going to watch 
um, The Force Awakens. When I was watching the Power Rangers, I was all snuggled up. I was in my onesie. <laughs> I had my coffee. I was smiling the whole time, taking pictures, live Facebook posts, everything. When I was watching <laughs> The Force Awakens, I was doing my nails. I was playing Commander. I was just not as engaged as I was with this movie. It was insane. Um, so, <laughs> so it brought me back to my childhood. I, I love it. When the movie came out, I was still in Venezuela. So I've only really watched it in Spanish. Um, I always wanted to be like them. Like the rollerblading scene was so much fun. And that's the one thing that I remember from the movie. Um, I always wanted to fight like them. And it was really interesting hearing it in English and listening to the corny, the cheesy lines that they had. They just, although they were like pretty cringeworthy at times, they just made me laugh the whole yeah, entire time. Um, I loved it. I, I can watch this a million times and be content. Well, good. Good deal. We can watch it again later on. Because don't yes. worry, we have another Power Rangers movie coming up, Carrie. <laughs> I'm, I'm thrilled. <laughs> but I, it'll, really, probably probably be a, can, it'll probably be you, a... Can you hear the excitement coming out of it? It'll probably be right a few now. years from now, though. It'll yeah, be a few it'll, years it'll, from we'll, now. We have a few years. Wait, right. do you guys hear that? I think Carrie is going to be sick that day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will probably watch it because it's homework and out of morbid curiosity. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, speaking of the movie, Carrie did it have a compelling villain at all? Um, he reminded me too much of Grandpa Monster Monster under all that purple. Uh, so no. Um, I I have a hard time. Like, okay, so the summary the summary you may, had me read said he was blocked away from millennia, but he says six thousand years. That's six millennia, for one well, thing. Um, it's okay. It's Power Rangers. It's supposed to be wrong and right at the same time. <laughs> okay. It's Fred's uh, fault. It is Fred's fault. It's Fred's fault. It's all Fred's fault. Sorry. Sorry, Fred. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Yeah, I can't, can't... No, he was not compelling at all. Uh, and I really want to know how he knew all the, thing, all the stuff he had missed... Um, in the six thousand years that he had been locked away, like seriously, you for you, you've been locked away, and you know about the French Revolution, really? <laughs> it, it's possible he could he could have googled everything when he got off when he got out. Uh, sure. There, they, they, we didn't have Google back in nineteen ninety five, though. Okay, my my AOL dot com. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my my net zero dot com. I don't know. Whatever we going back to. <laughs> oh, kids. All right. Uh, what? Well, what? What about you, Andrea? What? Oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead, go Carrie. ahead, Andrea. That, that was... I'm pulling up my my Facebook comments. As soon as I oh, saw him, up. I said yes, Queen, and I took a picture of him. So again, I'll be posting these on Discord. Um, oh, I thought he was gross, but he was really funny. Um, if we look at the description of what compelling means, it's evoking interest, attention, or admiration in a powerful, irresistible way. I don't think so. Um, he was a joke <laughs> all throughout, but he was an enjoyable joke, and I enjoyed him. So, um, He was not a compelling villain. No. <laughs> because he was a typical Power Rangers villain. They're not supposed to be compelling. You're supposed to be one-offs. Um, so how how come he gets a pass and some of the other other villains we've discussed uh, don't get passes on that, Mike? Because he's Ivan Ooze. Get some. That's it. That's it. Fine. I mean, there's no... Okay. But, you know... No, he, he, he is not made to be a villain that continues. That's supposed to be... You know, you're not supposed to feel for him. You're not supposed to... You know, you know, have empathy for him or sympathy at all. You're supposed to, he's a one-off villain. His his main determination: destroy the world. Boom. That's it. <laughs> one There's booger no at a time. <laughs> one booger at a time. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, but no, he's not compelling at all. Fred, what about you? Oh, that's right. You're not here right now. All he right, is so- at the <laughs> moment eating a salad-looking thing. 
He just texted me. I don't know what that is. He's going full blown vegetarian after all the beers that he's chugged this weekend. Oh, yeah, that that won't last long. So talking about the storytelling a little bit, it's it. What do you think, Andrea? The storytelling. Um, I thought I had a bit of everything. I feel like there were some times where um I just did not understand how Big Baddie wasn't able to complete his master plan before the Power Rangers came back because I felt like the Power Rangers had so much to do in so little time. Um, but I could care less. I was like, yes, <laughs> do all that you have to do. Kill everybody that you have to kill. I did not mind it. But yeah, the storytelling, I really enjoyed that. We got like a little bit of here, a little bit of there. It was jumping back and forth, but it didn't, um, take away from anything. The first one that I can think of is when they're at the construction site, they're fighting the things that look like the predators. And then we go to their, base being destroyed and then they go back and they're in the garage like i thought that was a nice break so it didn't cut away from the story okay good good uh carrie what about you it was okay i guess um (laughs) yeah i i don't know i wanted to gouge my eyes out within 20 minutes of watching this so um I must love you guys. I wanted to gouge my eyes out within the first 20 seconds of The Shadow. But you ended up liking The Shadow. I I liked it. I didn't like The Shadow person. There was not not much I found redeemable about this movie. I'm sorry. Well, remember, I wanted to gouge my eyes out because I just don't like Alec Baldwin. So when I saw you playing it, I was stuck. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, you know, you know. Yep. Um, But... I, once again, it's a Power Ranger style storytelling. It's very corny, but it's supposed to be positive. Um, the whole theme of their story is, you know, it's standing up for yourselves, bullies, um, thinking positive. I mean, it, it's just, it's it's supposed to be corny. It's a 90s sitcom, <laughs> um, so to say. So, <clears throat> anyways, that's my thought of the story itself. As far as it age, it does not age well. It's not typically rewatched unless it's needed to be. It's not really on. They really don't show it on television anymore. Um, it's mainly because this is an hour and a half TV episode, is what it is. Uh, but I would still watch it again. Matter of fact, we can do it again for next time, Cape Chronicles, if you want. No. Uh, no. <laughs> I I enjoyed this movie. No. I smiled watching this movie. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> So it's funny because uh, we just finished talking about how like this weekend was a little bit rough for everyone. And I think this just made it extra better. Yes. Plus the 7% of um, alcohol I'm intaking. It's mixed berry vodka, by the way. Delicious. And you're not sharing with me? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I, it's done. I'm so Aww. sorry. Her first, her first podcast as an official host. <laughs> first podcast she's as, a, as a host and she's already tipsy. Excellent. This is how we do things around here. Keeping Kate Chronicles lively. Carrie, oh, yeah. how does it age to you? Uh, it didn't age well. I the the CGI was uh, was was bad. Was we know really bad, especially this it's is ninety CGI with a fifteen million dollar no, budget. No, this is ninety CG. This is ninety CG. This is nineties bad CGI because the the nineties is when we got Jurassic Park, and that was some pretty good CGI. But they Jurassic also Park. only had a fifteen million dollar budget. Yes, I know. <sighs> It's like, the, it's like <laughs> the a lot of the CGI looked like it was like taken out of Lawnmower Man or something. It was, it was really painful. I did like the soundtrack though. The sound, a lot of the soundtrack um, was just like. Um, oh, I'm gonna get into that in a second. Yeah. In my pro list, don't you jump ahead of me on that one. <laughs> okay. Sure. <Why> <laughs> Andrea, what about you? As I mentioned in the show notes, and I will emphasize with caps on, I will watch it now, tomorrow, forever with my kids. Um, No, I don't think if somebody right now would watch the movie, I don't think it would sit well. (laughs) 
<laughs> at all. No. I think they would feel the same sentiment as Carrie does, and I completely understand that. But I feel like because I do have that childhood connection to it, and it made me feel so good when I was little, um, I can watch this a million times and never get bored of it. Like, each yes. scene has something so much fun for it, so... Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, a, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Sorry, Carrie. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. 10 out of 10 in case of emergency. I know what I make you guys watch next, so um, so I have my revenge a bit. Yes. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about some pros and cons um, for this movie. Uh, one of the things I really liked, Balkan Skull. Yes! <laughs> Balkan Skull. At the very beginning, what is it? I am um, oh, I'm, I am a sparrow. I am a sparrow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, whoa, what was it? What was the other one? What was the, the uh, other bird that they used? I don't remember. I don't remember, but that that line was so funny. And then when they land at the construction site, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're with the inspection company. This building was supposed to be on that side." <laughs> I just love them. <laughs> oh. Uh, can can we do a random chatter staff jumpathon no. to raise money? No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. I have. Yes. I have not. I am not jumping out of a perfectly good plane. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, we will. No, nope. good. Um, you, you, you two can go ahead. I'll stay. I'll stay here on the ground. So, can we talk about it with Eric? <laughs> let's go, yes. Mike. We'll discuss. <laughs> let's go talk to Eric about it. <laughs> oh boy. So, oh. if you guys would like us to do that, um, please send us a million emails. Um, if we get Carrie at random a thousand, yeah, a thousand retweets, and we will jump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we boy, might have we might have to up our we might have to get a few Patreon donations for that too. That too, yes. But yeah, the, um, Mike, Mike, and Andrea can do it, and I will stay here on the ground. You can cheer, okay, from below. She'll be recording yeah. us. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll um, be videoing the whole thing and posting yes. it on YouTube with Eric's permission, um, of course. This is something else I really enjoyed about the movie, and I know this is probably why a lot of people don't like it, but the overexcitedness when they when they give their lines, and then the line pronunciation itself is so corny. It's just it makes you laugh. But you know what? It's it's interesting is that there was I think an open casting call for these actors. They weren't people that had previously done too much acting and it does show it does show that they're complete noobs the way that they deliver their lines is the way that people deliver their lines when they're on stage it's not natural it's very Oh, when, they're, um, when they're not off book. Oh no, he's coming at us. We got to exactly. Stop yeah, <laughs> it's so funny it's like, because it's like, I, it's it's like they're being the lines are being fed to them somehow. Yeah, like I remember, I go back into when I did musicals in high school and stuff like that. Like that's the way that we talked. It's like, oh my golly, God. They are coming for us. Let's go. Like, that's just the way that we would I talk. I wish it was a video podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Andrea, you broke Mike again. <laughs> I'm not there yet. This is, again, I think that if I can half break him at 7% alcohol intake, imagine what I can do in 14. <laughs> I do this not is, have enough. This is one Maybe of the many reasons time. we have you and Fred on the show now because we have to break <laughs> Mike all the time, apparently. Oh. Um, back to the show notes. Rollerblading. Yes! <laughs> I had rollerblades. I loved rollerblading. Oh, my I ankles were t- my ankles it. were too shot by the by the 90s who, to um... Who cared about going to the skating rink and getting regular skates and trying to do the couples dance with or or the couple skate with some random Aww. person with regular skates? I loved it. Never loved was able to rollerblade. Um I just fell on my booty too many times. I am sorry. I could never regular skate. I but just, I put on a pair of rollerblades and I was gone. 
Yeah, well, I could, I could, sk- I could roller skate nobody's business, but my my I, ankles. Can I skate? Does that count? <laughs> my ankles, my ankles gracefully. Too, I, I I'd sprain my ankles too many times by the nineties to to need to get into rollerblading. I tell you another movie that really made me get interested in rollerblading it has nothing to do with Power Rangers, but you remember the Disney Channel original movie Blink? No. With the one guy who was a was in a rollerblading crew, and then he sold out to went to no. like a. Oh, Don't remember this so well. good. Oh, come on, Andrea, help me out. You're a '90s kid too. <laughs> who like what were the? Okay, let me just Google this while you guys okay. continue talking. We, we, we have to. Okay, so I'll keep going as she she Google's this. Okay, but the whole '90s feel of this movie, the clothes. I remember the clothes, wearing those clothes, the activities, rollerblading, um, just all the different activities. Everybody wanted a kung fu fight um, in the 90s because, you know, the Karate Kid was, like, really big still. Um, and then the music, just the soundtrack, the songs that were played in this movie. Ooh, like, yes, what's, I remember this. What's that song? The, what's that song one? that the kids oh, that the kids are partying to? And it's the, the very end, first. Oh, yes. At the end, the CNC Music Factory or the the Van Halen. Somebody needs to sing it. I so I can uh, no. no. <laughs> I, this, was, this was some. That was some like like um, no, was... Hagar era Van Halen that they had going on there at the end. So that was okay. That was cool. Okay. I remember no. Blink, Mike. No, not not. It wasn't Blink. It was no. Blink. As sorry. in, like I remember. Oh, that's not the rollerblading show. No, no, it was it was Brink. It was the movie. It was Brink. Eric Von Detten was the was the main um, was the main cast. It was in nineteen ninety eight. His he was he was also in Princess Diaries movie as well. Yeah, I never saw that. Okay. Anyways, that was that was a pretty you know that made rollerblading really big too. Anyways, um, but I do know what you're talking about. The, I can't think of that song though. Um, oh, I'm gonna look I, it up. I was singing along with the song. Me too. <laughs> that's the thing that's why it's bothering me right now because my brother was in the kitchen um cooking and i was just like jamming to it and he was like oh i remember this song oh, there was a, there was a few of these 90 movies i was jamming along to as i was watching this movie i was like yes yes uh anyways so i thought the cgi though for the movie was not bad for a 15 million dollar budget I mean, they had a lot of CGI they had to do for $15 million in 1995. They did the best they could. Yeah, okay, I'll give I'll give you that. Generally, I like this movie because it's all, you, you could tell it's a 90s feel movie to it. And I remember growing up in the 90s, and this being the, you know, funny thing, I was never allowed to watch Smurfs growing up, but I was allowed to watch Power Rangers. <laughs> so I was obsessed with Power Rangers. Um, that I had doesn't make action, any sense, but okay. I because apparently the Smurfs had witchcraft. Yeah. In the in the show, so um, anyways, so it had witchcraft in the show. So I would always sneak over to a friend's house and watch Smurfs. Mom, sorry, she don't know what a podcast is. She probably didn't listen, anyways. So um, but I just remember the whole '90s feel. Of this movie was just. I, I don't know. It's just, I wish I'd go back to the 90s sometimes. And this is this is what it is. But the whole theme at the center of Power Rangers is bullying and dealing with adolescence. It was never meant to be taken seriously, but rather have kids learn to deal with adolescence and growing up. Although the general culture in this culture is different, the principles I thought could still be applied to this movie. I thought it was, you know, the theme of bullying and learning how to, you know, learning how to be patient. And, you know, at the end of the movie where Fred comes and he's like, I want to be a Power Ranger one day. You know, it's <laughs> it's one of those it's one of those movies that helps kids grow up. And it gave kids who were who were bullied in school and it made kids who were not the most popular. It gave them something to look forward to when they saw a new episode. And let them know that there was still hope out there. Um, anyways, that's my, that's my empathetic spill for the night. I have the, the song. What's the song? <laughs> it's the, uh oh, we're in trouble. Someone's come along and it's first star bubble. That song. <laughs> oh, not, oh, that one. So picture, picture me now in my onesie. 
dancing, <laughs> dancing oh all around the living room while my brother's what's, cooking, thinking, what the hell is wrong with this girl? <laughs> what's the name of that song? Uh, it is called Uh-Oh, We're in Trouble. I'm gonna find that on YouTube right now. Oh, it's so good. Oh, wait a Please minute. Wait a minute. How stop. many? How many? How, how many boundaries are we gonna cross legally if we, <laughs> if we played this song on Cage Chronicles? It was by, it was by uh, Shampoo was the name of the group, and it was the song name song was Trouble. Oh, I love wow. it. Shampoo was the name of the group. Wow. <laughs> We are in the 90s. I'm just saying. Yeah. The, ni- I the love 90s that. had Van Halen. Um, and <laughs> you got... Okay, never mind. Never mind. Moving on. So, Dul- can we can we give can we give a shout-out? Dulcea was the female version of He-Man. <laughs> the, okay. the She-Man, the Fee-Man. I mean, I don't... Red Sonia. Yeah. she I mean, yeah. Um, and then at the end, I added this in here just a little bit ago when I finished the movie. Um, the the Yellow Ranger for emergency use only when they're fighting Ivan <laughs> Ooze kicks on the groin. <laughs> just kick yeah, the you groin. need emergency use only for that, really. <laughs> because, Carrie, because... Carrie, as a woman, that's the only button you have to press. you should need a button is... for that though. You you should just, this just is a... do it. This is a 1995 90s kids movie. Okay? It's that's they're okay. not going to teach the kids to be violent. They're going to teach them in an emergency though you could do this. <laughs> so is there anything else that was uh that was that was that y'all liked about the movie? Andrea? The different bad guys. I really like that there was like the ooze cre- creatures at the very beginning that looked like predators. I thought those were yep. the scariest things. I it, one of my favorite scenes is the construction site scene and in the um the parking building scene. I loved it. Um then you have the birdies that look like um skeksis. They looked like skeksis no. from Dark Crystal. Yes! Yeah, oh my god, Carrie, I love you so much right now because that's exactly what I was thinking yeah, about. I wasn't sure which I wasn't sure which videos were worse, the Predators or the Skeksis. Oh, what, I what is honestly the dark you speak of. Mike, Mike, has no, Mike has no idea what we're talking about right now. Mike, awesome. the Dark Crystal is another childhood one that like although it's scary sometimes, it's amazing. It the is. fact that Carrie mentioned it just warms my heart and she's number 1. I'm sorry Mike, you have been dethroned. Anyways, well, okay, I'll, I'll get that thrown back soon. <laughs> then you have the the skeleton dinosaurs. Um. Oh, the cheesy lines there. Oh my gosh, I have a bone to pick with you. And the rock dead. <laughs> it was great. Um, the guardians at the temple, the bugs were so much fun. Um, and I also enjoyed the cheesy lines, although cringy. I enjoyed them. Yes, Carrie. What about you? I I think I think we pretty much covered everything. I, like the, some of the fight choreography wasn't bad, you know. When when they were doing things that actually you know, uh, would actually didn't defy the laws of physics, <laughs> like yeah. that cork that corkscrew kick was just like that was amazing. Okay, wow, that no. was amazing. Uh, you know how you don't know how many times I tried that as a kid. <laughs> and bet. it never succeeded until I got a trampoline. Then it succeeded. Uh, all right. Well, those are some good job, Carrie, on your long list of pros. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So, so <clears throat> all right. Go ahead, Carrie. We're going to let you start off. What are some things that you think needed worked on this movie, things that you thought were the issues in this movie? Um. Well, like I said, I'm not sure which was worse, uh, the pre- the Predators or the Skeksis, as far as minions were concerned. Um, how, again, how does Ooze know what he missed over the past 6,000 years? Uh, uh, Ooze cared enough about the parents to give them all hard hats, but then told them, that, but then sent them off a cliff? What? Safe, safety first. Safety well, first. he wanted to get the job done. Then he didn't care. After you get right. the job done, whatever happens to them happens. Okay, that's right. And this this is calling back to our our Batman Returns episode again with the backflips as a way of getting around. 
There was a lot of backflips. There was a lot of back, mm-hmm. but like seriously, um, running is a whole lot more practical. But it's uh, not as cool. Um, what happened to the rollerblades when they transported to Zordon? They changed Zordon quickly in their lockers. Okay, um, and then one that's not not on here. Um, but I, I think you guys will probably know who I'm talking about. Um, so the uh, head of my college uh, costume department for the, the- and theater uh, played Mrs. Appleby on the series. Oh, oh, that's cool. So um, I was kind of hoping to see her uh, in the movie, but I didn't. But that was, I mean, that, that's not really a negative. That was the, that was the. Well, I was kind of hoping for this. That would have made, made my day. That would have made the, the movie a little more tolerable. Yeah. Anyway. Well, Andrea, uh, yeah. oh, is, is that it for you? Yeah, that, that was pretty much it for me. All right. Andrea, what about you? Um, The CGI, um, not everywhere. Every Like, up until the very end, it honestly, just it flawless. I could not care less, like whatever up until um big baddie becomes and morphs into his robot thingies it just lost me it looks so ridiculous and even the power rangers like morphing big duty what do you call it the zord the zord yeah like it just the ninja zord (laughs) it looked really ridiculous and the cgi did not it looked better in the tv show and for some reason it should have been i don't know why they couldn't have followed along the lines with the tv show and done it that way they had more money i mean they could have done it good but yeah yeah between the cgi and the obviously obviously model sets it was kind of like really well understand (laughs) too that the cartoon so when you're talking from the TV episode to the movie, in the TV series, all the scenes were taken from Japan. Oh, yeah, I knew about that. Right, except for when the actors had their helmets off or weren't in their suits. So this was something they had to create brand new because they didn't have a Power Rangers movie um, by Saban Entertainment from Japan. So this was all the actors in mm-hmm. this movie. So obviously they did not have the scenes to build the, the new Ninja Zord because... They didn't have that over there from from Japan, so they, you know, obviously they were going to blow a ton of CGI, doing the best they can. Um, Fair but enough. anyways, yeah. No, okay. I just aside from that, like everything was awesome. I did not have anything. I do agree with Carrie that Ooze conveniently conveniently knows where Zordon is and stuff like that. The attire. Um, was also something not not because it was nineties. Um, the final costumes for the Rangers when they're in the other planet, I just didn't like them. They were just too baggy and stuff like that. Oh, they, well, they looked like they looked like ninja. That's that's the only thing I will give it because I thought like because I'm not that knowledgeable on it i was like you know they must be that way because of a reason and if that's the reason then i i am okay with it it looked like some weird combination of um a ninja's outfit and uh some like a a middle easterner like a sheik's outfit and and that was but the but ninjas wouldn't wear bright colors so yeah because okay. because then then they can't you know blend into their surroundings. That's true, but they're rangers. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing that could be a pro and also could be a con is that they have a lot of villains show up, and that like might have triggered a lot of like, oh, I know who this is, I know who she is. Um, but I thought that I'm gonna call them Piglet and Gargoyle Man were so pointless. <laughs> Are, are you talking about Goldar, the guy that stayed with Ooze? Yes. His name is Goldar. Uh, gargoyle Man. <laughs> <laughs> and and the guy, I can't remember the piglet name, but they were supposed to have the other two guys that normally hung around with Lord Zed and Rita in the TV show. But to save money, they just made one new person instead of having both those people. Oh, yeah. I know my power ranger. I guess some. Uh, <laughs> so, so I had a few cons myself. Um, how do the how does no one get onto the rangers for rollerblading through the construction site? Because they're badass. 
Plain and simple. Sure. If I saw them, I'd be like, they get a pass. You do not because you're not a Power Ranger. That's as far as it goes. Um, now, this is this is one for my... This this bothered me. It may not bother you, but nobody else would really care. Um, but Rita was banished by Zed in the show, so she shouldn't be in the movie with him. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that shows ah, how much I know about the show. We already mentioned that there are too many flips in there. Um, how does Ivan Ooze know where his lair is? Wow. And how does Yellow Rangers have a flashlight um, that came out of her helmet? That was the flashlight. Like, turn the power like, the Yellow Rangers the, power beam uh, on, and her her it's it's a power beam, and her head or flash her head's a flashlight. Well, they're the eyes of the of the creature. Was she a bear? Uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah, that was the only thing that made that was the thing that made the most sense. Um, I put this in here as a con: the cheesy '90s romance scenes between Kimberly and Tommy, because every guy wanted to be Tommy, and every guy wanted to um, to date Kimberly, and every girl, I guess, wanted to be Kimberly, right, Andrea? I loved her. I always wanted to be her. I just, I was also having a crush on her. Um, I thought that. The Kimberly and Tommy thing was way too forced that they were trying to make it a little bit romantic, but I like, yeah, it just did not work well, there. He I was know, just very caring of her. Well, I know when I know in the show, the original plan was for Kimberly to have a relationship with Jason, the Red Ranger. Hmm. And then when they brought Tommy in, they're like, oh, 90s Tommy, long hair. Badass, oh, this is piercing. This is typical. Ooh. We're gonna like pull Kimberly away and put him her with Tommy now, and um, and that's one of the reasons I think that ended up to the leaving of the gentleman who played um, I think it's Jason Jason LaFranc. I think that's one reason why he ended up leaving the show, um, because he was being overshadowed by um the guy who played Tommy, mm. uh, Tommy Oliver. <laughs> so funny, um, and um, yeah, so. Anyways, that's just a little bit of, you know, my history with the show. Um but other than that, I don't know if this is a nine if this is a Connor Pro. Um, but the way they they played into the tropes and stereotypes of the nineties in every possible way imaginable. I don't think that's a con because it was set right in the middle of the nineties. Like I mean it would but I mean they pulled everywhere. I'm talking, you know, you even from, and I don't know if we really want to get into this, but even from you had, <clears throat> the thought was the Yellow Ranger is always somebody of a different ethnicity. Then you had the Black Ranger was always somebody of dark skin in the series and in the movies. Then you had the Red Ranger was always the main guy. Then you had the Blue Ranger who was always the nerd. Then you always had the Pink Ranger who was always the hot one. So, I mean, it was always the typical... And now, now they have eventually broke that out. It, now, is that a '90s thing or a Power Rangers thing? I think it's kind of both. Because I think it's a mixture. I, I don't know, Mike. Maybe that's a Power Rangers thing and not a '90s thing. Now, now, obviously, after we've moved on from the original, it kind of changes and they and they start to change some things around so it's not so it's not so forced like that but um but i don't know looking back on it i'm like wow they they did rollerblading they did the outfits they did the 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 everybody hanging out they i mean it just it's felt it felt 90s i just felt like they may have gone way far into that my thought anyways does anybody have any other thoughts? I don't have any discussion topics. We can talk about why this met what makes this a superhero movie. Nah. <laughs> let's, let's, wait. The only thing a... playing in my head is, uh-oh, we're in trouble. Oh, <laughs> That's the only and you know what? As soon as we get off this, this I'm going to serious She's going to YouTube bleak. that, and she's going to listen to it. She's going like, to blare it up in her room. It's hilarious. It's going to be funny. Uh, I'm going to need some oh. serious bla- brain bleach after this. <laughs> all right so let's uh before we go into the i'm gonna kind of skip around the notes okay let's write this movie first um so one out of ten ivan ooze goo jars oh gosh 
Do we Carrie. have that written down no, somewhere? Yeah, let's, 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 let's do Andrea first. Because I think I know where Carrie's rating is going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Andrea, how would you rate this uh, this movie out of 1 out of 10 Ivan Ooze Goo Jars? Oh, this is so hard. 8. Yes. 8, eight or 8.5 Ivan Ooze Goo Jars. Oh my god, those Goo Jars were the most amazing thing every single time i had goo i was like "Ooh, a mom and dad run away <laughs> did you oh did you have the ones that when you pushed your fingers in there they made fart noises yes yes wow <laughs> we're bonding so much right now <laughs> carrie we are kids of the 90s i mean yeah just... you are yeah that is true you guys are kids of the 90s and i was graduating you're high school the, in the 90s you're a kid of the 2000s right carrie no I'm a child of the 80s. <laughs> well, you know, I was trying to be nice. Yeah, I know. I know. All right, Carrie, so she gave it an 8. What do you give it? Um, I'm going to be charitable and give it a 3. Ooh. Whoa! <laughs> Can we, like, remove her from this, like, podcast? <laughs> I don't, I cannot deal with this much negativity in my life right now. <laughs> Where's my I'm, other I'm bottle sorry, of alcohol? I was, I it, it's the alcohol. I'm sure. Um, yeah, oh. no, I, I, I wanted to turn it off within 20 minutes, and I, but I pushed through because I knew I was gonna have to talk about this this tonight. So, um, Carrie yeah. does not appreciate fine arts. <laughs> I appreciate fine art. But I don't think this is. I don't fine think this arts. qualifies. To be honest, I think that Mike and I have a really biased opinion on that's, this. That's, um, that's completely that's completely fine. I had biased I have biased opinions about the right. crow and, and the shadows. So, and and and, and it helps. To, I think we do kind of have a more bias. That that's mainly because we we you know we grew up with the show. Yeah, you guys are you guys are Power Rangers fans, so I I get I get it. Right. I can't wait for them to make Power Rangers number two from the new people they just put in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but. So you gave it a three. Carrie, Carrie gave it a three. Andrew gave it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight as well. Yeah. Just because of the fact that I just, you know, I I loved. I just I'm a kid of the '90s. I loved the '90s, and um, and I think it's just gonna be. I think it's gonna be. It'll be good. Well, so we'll give it an eight. We'll give it an eight. Ivan Ooze Goo Jars out of ten. So a little bit of trivia uh, about this movie. An advertisement in the Sydney newspaper telling fans to come and see the fireworks show with the Power Rangers at Darling Harbor was actually done to get people to turn up during the filming of the final crowd scene so the producers would not have to pay for the hiring of extras. Smart. Straight up smart right there. It was smart. I think because of that, Carrie should bump it up to four. Yes. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll get her to move it up in just a second. Oh, 3.5. Hey, we're getting there somewhere. Go. We're getting there. We'll have her by a 7 by the end. The TV, yeah, shows are no- <laughs> the TV shows are known for using the action scenes from the Super Sentai series in Japan, but the movie was the first Power Rangers movie to feature to use 100% new and original material. I already mentioned that earlier. Um, Johnny Yong Bosch did all his own ninja stunts because his stunt actor had broken his leg during training. Um, the reason Billy stopped wearing glasses was because David Yost was requested that Haim Sabin that he preferred not wearing them, and the fake lenses started messing with his eyesight. This eventually would cross over into the TV series. Billy was which ranger? The yellow ranger. I mean, the uh, blue ranger. Oh, okay. He was actually the one who played the longest in the TV series before he left, but he came mm. back throughout periodically. Um, matter of fact, I watched a Power Rangers movie the other day where they had like Power Rangers from like all the different generations and series. I don't remember what it was called, but it was on Netflix, so I watched it. Oh, cool. Cool. Um, in order to have the purple tongue to match the purple body, Paul Freeman had drank black currant juice, held it in his mouth, and then spit it out before each take. Oh my gosh. When I, I don't know why, but in one of the scenes, I, I don't know why I looked at his tongue and I was like, it looks like he just ate candy and that's how he got the coloration. Now that makes sense. Yep. Oh, see, I should be in movie production. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Walter Jones um, through Trang and Austin St. John, the original black, yellow, and red Power Rangers. By the way, the um, the girl who played the Yellow Ranger in the original series um, passed away yeah. not too long after this movie, I believe, came out. Yeah, because she was in the sequel. She was in a car accident. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was in the sequel to um, the Crow that we don't talk about because That's okay. it's a, it's a, I well I can't say it's crap because I haven't seen it, but um, it's not great. But anyway, so these three originally, that's her name, it was Austin, I don't know why I can't remember his name, um, originally set to star in a movie, but ultimately weren't included because they were let go due to their contract dispute with the TV show. Austin wanted more money, um, and his studio wouldn't give him any more money, and then he kept having issues with um, um, with Jason David Frank. It was just, it was just the whole thing. Um, however, he would reprise his role in the following Power Rangers movie, Turbo, in 1997. We should add that one to our series. Um, in original script, the Rangers were supposed to fight giant rat monsters that Ivan Ooze created. Because the suits didn't work well enough and looked too low budget for the movie, the rat monsters were instead replaced by the Ooze creatures that Ivan creates in the film. However, the rat creature suits didn't go to waste either. Instead, they would later be re- reappear in the Return of the Green Ranger storyline from the Power Rangers television show. Um, each of the costumes for the Rangers weighed 40 pounds. And the actors had to film sometimes as long as 10 hours a day in their uniforms. Wow. This marks the first time in Power Rangers that blood is seen. When a stone gargoyle comes to life and slashes Tommy with his blades, he is cut. He cuts through his outfit, and you can faintly see two red bloody cuts on his chest, albeit they're dry. Um, Tommy's cuts are can faint. Uh, Tommy's cuts are barely seen because the crew did not want to show bloody cuts fully having parents already upset with enough violence on the show and the TV series. Interesting. Um, Peter Marie Rickson, who was in the Alpha 5 costume, could not see, hear, or breathe once she had on the Alpha 5 helmet on to breathe. She had a fish tank pump airline running up inside her Alpha suit. I, 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 I! I love when she says that. It's so much fun. <laughs> oh. Oh, my goodness. All right. Does any of y'all want to read the goofs? Uh, I'll go. I'll go for it. I'm Okay. I'll pull some weight. I'll pull my weight around here. Let's there see. Uh, when Kimberly is being attacked by the dinosaur skeleton, Tommy shouts that he'll help her and then provokes the dinosaur as he stabs it with a bone. Both times that he talks, his lips aren't moving. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, let's see. Billy swings across the construction site to help Aisha. Uh, he then stamps on some ooze, some ooze man's head. He counts each stomps up to six. And we hear six stomps. However, there were only three Oozmen. Uh, say that three times fast. Uh, <laughs> and we can plainly see Billy doesn't stomp on any more than once. Let's see. The Rangers, I'm going to have to see that again. Uh-huh. When the Rangers surround Zordon's tube, they, lean, they leave their helmets along the front edge of the crystal bed. But when the, the Ranger symbols project... Each ranger has their helmet directly in front of them. In the overhead shots of the rangers merging on symbols merging on Zordon, the helmets are nowhere to be seen. <laughs> yep. Serious continuity errors here. Power uh, rangers, it's okay. uh, yeah. Um, let's see. The rangers teleport to the command center. When the rangers teleport to the command center, they are wearing their rollerblade rollerblading gear. When they arrive, they are not. Again, hence my question. When Dulceria appears, uh, she splits her staff into two smaller sticks. Uh, she first spins them around turn- by turning her wrists. In the next shot of her, she's holding um, hand- holding handles to spin them around. Interesting. That was a kind of impractical weapon, but I guess it worked. Uh, let's see. When Fred's father arrives home, uh, the street is empty, but after he is zombified, uh, a minute later, there, the street is filled with people. Walking dead. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Okay. During the skydiving scene, the camera shows Tommy coming towards the camera before he bumps straight into the camera with the tip of his board attached to his feet. 
Uh, okay. Let's see. And then um, when the Rangers are attacked by the Tengu warriors, Aisha somers- somersaults to avoid one and slams into a boulder, which then wriggles like pla- like plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I did okay. notice that. All right. Well, are there any other thoughts about this uh, about this movie? I thought I, I don't know if I'm going to say her name right, Dulcia. I thought Dulcia. she was the hottest thing in the world. <laughs> she was so attractive. I was like, Kimberly, I want to be her too. I thought, but honestly, she had nothing on her body. Like she was not no, wearing anything, they and they were, were really t- going for limits. No, yeah, they were because if you look at her growing area, there were times where her her whatever she was wearing was like on one side. Like they needed to move it a little bit. Like it was just the strangest, most uncomfortable thing, but I thought she was the, the most beautiful thing ever. Okay. By the way, Andrea, they have every single Power Rangers show and episode on Netflix. Mm. And the name of that movie was Power Rangers Super Mega Force Legendary Battle. When oh, they brought well, back the Power Rangers from all the previous shows to one day. I'm not battle. sleeping tonight. <laughs> nope, I'm going back to watching the Power Rangers again. <laughs> Go for it, guys. I'm going back to Star Wars The Old Republic after this. <laughs> no, no. Well, all right. Well, listen, we're going to go ahead and wrap up here um, today. And uh, with Cape Chronicles, we hope you enjoyed it. We, we look forward to enjoying our next one. Our next episode for Cape Chronicles, which will be in two weeks from now, our next movie is going to be The Phantom from 1996. Yay! Which I have never <laughs> seen. I love this movie. God, I don't think Billy, I've seen it either. Billy Zane, oh. Billy Zane and Purple Spandex. What's not to love? never seen the movie so we'll find out what's not to love <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure once we hit a high of power rangers we go down to the valley it usually happens uh-huh so and then we come back up with the next movie right after that from 1997 batman and robin oh yeah boy. yes so there's your next month's worth of so by december 11th we should be hitting batman and robin and guys listen by the end of december we will be done with the 1990s. We will finish with Blade. Um, and then we will be moving into the 2000s, starting with, I believe, X-Men, but I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me on that. So next movie is The Phantom. Find it if you can. Um, preferably try to find it if you don't have to rent it so you don't have to waste your money. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's on Hulu or, or anything else like that. Carrie, do you know? I don't. I have it on DVD. Okay, so you have it on DVD. Let me see if it's on The Phantom. Nope, The Phantom of the Opera is on there. No, different Phantom. Boogie Bop Phantom is also on there. Um, You can watch Phantom with uh, Stars Online add-on to Hulu. Oh, cool. So if you have that, you can watch it. Um, I don't know if it's on Prime because I do not have Prime. Um, but anyways, yeah, check it out, find Phantom, and uh, that'll be our next movie for 1996. But in closing, listen, we want to hear from you. What did you think about this movie? Um, what did you like about it? If you know, if you didn't like something about it, that's okay too. We understand it happens. But email us at capedchronicles at randomchatter.com. And you can find all of us on Twitter. You can find at randomchatter on Twitter as well as at randomchatter on Instagram as well. You can find myself on twitter it's at ob underscore mike kenobi that's ob underscore mike kenobi carrie where can we find you you can find me at carrie blackfire 42 that's k-e-r-i blackfire 42 all right and you can find andrea where can they find you you can find me on twitter at cats bears that's k-e-t-z-b-e-a-r-z and you can also find fred at freddy one kenobi that's f-r-e-d-d-y w-l-n K-E-N-O-B-I. Oh my gosh, he needs to change that Twitter handle. That is way <laughs> too long. <laughs> it's right. just long enough to be under to be uh at the Twitter handle limit. Limit. I think and, so, yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, well, good, good. Make sure you check him out on Twitter. There, like I said, they're our new host now, along with us on Cape Chronicles. So this will be more input, more excitingness to our shows. Um, so spread the word. No, no. Find all our shows at randomchatter.com. Um, spread the word about randomchatter.com too. That's where you can find all our shows. We have um, everything from we said Outer Rim, Guardians of the MCU, DC Talk, um, Echo Base, Random Chatter. Um, Fangirl Confessionals, Type Beam. I could go through the list. Oh, don't forget April and Jay have no ideas. Listen, by the way, that's one you do not listen to. Um, open air. Leave that one to yourself or not around children. That is not suitable for work or family life. <laughs> but they're hysterical, so check them out on randomchatter.com. Alright, and don't forget to spread the word and support us. You can leave us reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if you leave a review for us, uh, we will read it We will read it on air. Uh, you can tell your friends about us, uh, your co-workers, family, total strangers, anyone who is into superhero movies. Uh, they Send, the, send them our way uh, tell, them, tell them about our podcast and all the other stuff on the Random Chatter Network um, you can also join us in Discord um, by going to randomchatter.com slash Discord you can get into the main lobby and all of the show channels for free but if you support us through Patreon for at least a dollar a month you get into all of the channels that we have on the Discord server and there are too many to name so if you go to patreon.com uh, uh, randomchatter.com slash patreon I may, may be sharing Andrea's um, alcohol at the moment um, <laughs> if you go to randomchatter.com slash patreon and throw us a buck, a, a buck or more uh, you can come and join us in all of the fun shenanigans we, we have going on on the discord That's server right. Yeah, so the music that you hear in this podcast is High Roller Mojo by Blues. Please Stop. help me. Blue there Stop. we go. <laughs> and as silly as this sentence sounds, all trademarks are owned by their respective owners. All right, and until next time, we'll catch you later on Caped Chronicles. See ya. Yeah.